G'day, I'm Van Walker, and thanks for supporting Community Radio 3CR. Good evening, you've tuned in to Planet X. Planet X. Planet X. Dr. Gonzo, and this one's introduced by is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by... Formed in 1979, Rob Griffiths named his band Little Murders after a 1971 film directed by Alan Arkin and starring Elliot Gould. Rob embraced the 60s English mod culture, being influenced by groups like The Who, The Kinks and The Trogs. He's released numerous albums with several different lineups of the band and more information can be found on the Little Murders Bandcamp page. I'm Paul Elliott... And we're joined by Rob Griffiths and Little Murders on this edition of And This One's Introduced By. Hi, this is Rob Griffiths from the band Little Murders. And today I'm going to be introducing some tracks from actually two albums that we have put out lately. The first one is called Dramanorama, and that came out just at the end of 2019. But since then, and during COVID times, we have released a live album that was actually recorded in 1981 in the seaside town of Anglesey. Um, And that's a live album, and so I will take you through both those albums today. Okay, I'm going to start off with Dramanorama. Now, the idea behind Dramanorama was really tied into the times back in the... actually, back in 81 and 82, when Little Murders were playing all around the seaside towns, especially on the morning peninsula. Um, we would go down there and play Sorrento and we'd play Dramana, of course, and Frankston. And most of the time we'd do these amazing gigs for the surfers and people dancing and drinking and having a, a, a fabulous time, a completely fabulous time. And we were having a fabulous time. And, and by the time we finished, and often it was like two or three sets, and we would head back up to Melbourne and go for drinks at the uh, Jump Club. So yeah, we'd get there about one o'clock and be able to see the main band or, or even Apis two, Apis one, sorry. Um, main bands would be coming late. Um, anyway, so Memory Sky, which is the opening track, is is really about coming back into Melbourne in my white Mazda along the Nepean Highway and back into the city and back to where things were really happening. And... Um, I guess a part of it is looking for love, but I don't know if I was looking for love all the time then. I was just looking for another drink. This is Memory Sky from Dramana Rama. Well, the bells of the church ring 
The next song I'm going to talk about on the Dramanorama album is a song called Wait. Now, again, it's a, just a little love song, I guess, but um, it's got some amazing lead guitar from um, Rod Hayward, a long-time resident lead guitar star. Um, this song and the, and the previous song, Memory Sky, we actually have released um, on an EP, which is... Um, a four-track single, and considering that back in back in the day, back in 1979, we tried to release a three-track EP, which only came with two tracks. It's good that we actually got this one out. Um, so it's on Off the Hit Records. It's uh, um, it's, it sounds good. Wait, and, and we just got a lot of people that like this song for some reason, and and I like it too, actually. Again, I think it's that guitar that actually does a lot for it, because I know it's not my voice. So, anyway, this is Wait.
back in um, back in two thousand. No, I was getting mixed up years ago. Past fly past nowadays, but in two thousand and seventeen, I was in Japan, and um, I got a chance to go to something that was called the Halloween Ball. Now, the Halloween Ball is basically lots and lots of bands. Uh, in this place called The Loft, which is underground, which is why I don't know why they call it The Loft if it's underground, unless there's a place higher above which is a loft, which I, I'm not sure there is. Anyway, apart from all that, um, so I, I was, when I went to Japan in 2017, I found out that a lot of people in those bands, those garage bands that played at Halloween Ball, really liked the band Little Murders and and I was signing autographs and getting photographs taken with these people. They were very, very excited that I was there. I went to this small place called um, The Poor Cow, and um, when I told Fifi, who was, the, who was in a band called Teen Generate, when I told him I was in Little Murders, I was a friend of Bruce Mill, and he, he just got really excited and started putting out all these photographs, and I had to sign all these things. And, and anyway, a bit further back after that, I went to the Halloween Ball, as I said, um, and then I met more. I met more of these people, um, guys from a band called The Fadeaways and um, Gorilla. Anyway, so it was a, just such a, such a great night. I mean, it went from um, Saturday afternoon all the way to Sunday night. Anyway, I just made a vow. I said, listen, you know, like, we want to do a tour. We want to do a tour. So Little Murders actually in 2018 got to tour. However, I have another band called The Fiction and... In 2019, they got to play the Halloween Ball. But anyway, this song, which is called 52 Bands, is about that time in 2000, 2017 when I went and saw, well, not all the 52 bands because I couldn't stay that late. And I had to go back on the plane again. And this is a song about those amazing bands. And they are amazing. If you get a chance to go to Japan and see their bands, they just are a knockout. And... Um, I don't know why. I, well, I read a lot of overseas um, music papers and I even just read a book about garage rock and, and it's. And I don't understand why they haven't written about these bands in Japan because they just knock the socks off everything. And, and, and they're turning up in Melbourne now. So Fadeaways was supposed to play here in September and we were going to support them. But um, unfortunately, things happened. OK, anyway, this is 52 Bands.
Um, last year, I was in the USA on a bit of a holiday, but I also got a chance to meet up with some people I had been conversing on the internet for a long time. Um, Dean Hoff from a band called The Eddies was one, um, and they recorded one of my songs back in the early Nort Norts. Um, a record label in New York that's going to release Take Me I'm Yours and Things Be Different Again. Um, but back to Dean Hoff, he invited me to record um, in the studio, in a, an L.A. studio with the band called The Eddies, one of the songs I'd written and that they were going to cover. So I was working with Earl Mankey, and now Earl Mankey, for those who don't know, is um, used to be in a band called Sparks, who, and Sparks one of my favourite bands. He also has produced Brown Wilson and The Bangles and a lot of that power pop stuff and um, the Paisley Underground from the 80s. He was very involved in that. So he's a, a great producer, and I got to go to his studio. Anyway, that was fantastic. Um, on the way back, though, I played him some demos of... Um, of our new Dramanorama album, which was still in the rough stages. And um, one of the songs that they all got excited, we were in a little, a little van going through into LA, and we put this song, Aihina, on. And, um, yeah, they, um, they, they just liked it a lot. I think it's, it's a very guitar song, and, and it also shows off um, Roddy again, Roddy Hayward, um, and Chalk a rubber guitar player on this album. We have a few guitar players on this album. Not that I'm one of them, but there you go. That's the way it is. Anyway, Aina, which is... Um, oh, and it's got the vocals of Anna Burley too, so it's got everything in there. It's a nice big mix of rock and roll. So uh, dig it, if you wish, if you please. Thank you.
The next one I want to talk about is Baby I Love You, which is um, really, it's me trying to be like the Kinks and then ending up sounding a bit like the Clash and then putting them together in the mix and hopefully it's all kind of London because I mentioned the word Chelsea. And, um, yeah, well, and, and again, a lot of these songs on this album, I've got plenty of guitars. We, um, Roddy really excelled himself in the guitar. But, you know, not just Roddy, because we had Danny McDonald was playing guitar. Um, we had um, Bruce Minty playing bass. And Craig Pilkington jumped in bass. And sometimes I don't know who played what. And Sean Chirpy um, playing drums. So it's, it's a real band effort. This is Dramana Rama. I mean... They're all band efforts, but this one was really... We just get in there and we're just filling... Put parts in and, and doing the right stuff. Anyway, this this one. Again, it's a bit of a love song, but, you know, I guess that's what I'm, what I'm known for now, to write little strange love songs. Um, this one is probably talking about um, a little bit of things. It's a bit cynical. I guess the word is a bit cynical. You know, baby, I love you, but, you know... But I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit cynical. Anyway, I've listened to it. Um, you might not notice cynical. Um, but when it talks about lawyers in shiny suits, you probably get the idea.
the last song I'm going to talk about from um, Jamanorama before I go into our live album is um, this one's called Noisy Cats. Um, it's a bit of a quiet one, a bit of a gentle one, um, and it was originally recorded with just myself and Craig Pilkington over at Audrey Studios. Craig is, of course, from the Killjoys. Um, he just invited me over. I'm a teacher, and I've got school holidays. He said, why don't you come over and do some recordings? So, um, yeah, we went over and then worked on this one song. In the end, on this, he played the bass, guitar, and he did all those backing vocals, which he tried very hard to sound like both Anna Burley and Michael Barclay at the same time. And I think he actually pulled it off. Anyway, when it came to uh, putting the album together, actually we brought also Rod Hayward in, so this version will have Rod on it. The original version of it um, ended up on Pop Boomerang 100, I think it was called, um, the latest one from Pop Boomerang, um, thanks to uh, Scott Thurling's efforts of getting our music out too. Um, so it's Noisy Cats. Um, it's about, really, it's, again, all these songs are about the beach, this one's about Blair Gary, um, kind of, because there's another song on it called Blair Gary, so it's not Blair Gary. Must be the next one. When we first did this album, we um, actually um, called them all names of um, suburbs all around the peninsula, and um, but in the end it looked a bit naff, so we cut the idea out. Anyway, it doesn't take away from the songs, and um, maybe I should one day reveal which suburb they're in, or maybe we should just play each of those suburbs and then reveal it then. So this one's Noisy Cats um, from Dramana Rama. Oh, the raindrop slides off the roof outside So we stay indoors And we watch it fall And the music's loud We won't turn it down And I love you more Than I did before Oh, what noisy cats are we And the rain comes down Cats are we So let the rain come down Let the rain come down And wash away Our yesterdays So we walk outside Under the darkest sky and we fall behind So we miss the signs Cause the music's loud We won't turn it down And I love you more Than I did before I want noisy cats are we I'll let the rain come down Cats are we So let the rain come down Let the rain come down And wash away Our yesterday 
Hello, this is Emma Swift and you've landed in a very special place. You're on Planet X here on Community Radio 3CR. And so on to our live album. <coughs> this was recorded in 1981. It was actually um, in 1981 the, the actual, well, the semi-original version of Little Murders. I can't call it the original, but I never know what the original is. Um, that was with Clint Small. This one was Stuart Beatty and um, Steve Fazizi. And no, that's the second original. I'm getting mixed up now. This one was uh, The New Little Murders that came out in November um, with Alan Brooker on bass, Kim Homburg on guitar, Paul Homburg on drums, and also Stuart was still in the band then. He wouldn't last long after that. I think it was getting too much for him. Anyway, that's not what it's about. So November we debuted at the Jump Club in Collingwood and then really got straight on out there playing and we were just playing all the time, um, four or five times a week. And we did Sydney, we did all down the beach. Anyway, one night we did Anglesey, I think it was Christmas, Boxing Day. It was Boxing Day. So Boxing Day we were playing in um, Anglesey, 1981, and anyway, Paul Elliott, who is... The um, the man, let's say he um, he was uh, mixing that day, and he made a tape that he gave to me later on. Anyway, the tape was really really good. Um, lots of people liked it when you played it to him. So in the end, we thought this is too good just to waste. So um, I put it on Bandcamp first for a while. It was free. Quite a few people downloaded it, and then Mick Beatty from Off the Hip heard it and said, "Well, let's put it out as a live album because it's got." the guts and it just comes up so well so this is called Don't Let Go um, and it's from the album Anglesey 1981 I haven't seen so many well dressed people in ages this is called uh, Don't Let Go
Thank you very much. It's so very hot in here. But I'm glad you're still dancing if you don't faint. So, Anglesey 1981, we're down there, and the next song I'm going to play is called After the Fire. Now, After the Fire, I really like this song. I don't know. I used to, for a while there, I actually, when a band broke up, I used to go out and play this solo. Um, it just, um, yeah, I like this song. I don't know, you know, can you like your own songs? Of course you can. Anyway, After the Fire is was for, oh, when we got back together in around about to um, 1996 when the Little Murder started playing once more then um, one of the songs this was a song that we opened every show with After the Fire and actually you know back in 1982 because it was quite a new song when this was recorded here and we later went to Richmond Recorders and recorded it f- um, for I don't know for um, a four track cassette we put out anyway so this was, for a long time, um, our opening song. It's not the opening song on the album on this one, because it wasn't then. But anyway, so until um, the band said, come on, that's enough, after the fire. So now we've been doing, for the last uh, 15 years, White Lion, Black Day. It's just that opening songs are important because they um, provide a setting. And I always thought this was a good setting, but, you know, people get sick of songs. I don't. But some people do.
The next song I'd like to introduce is one familiar to a few people. It's called, and actually I'm introducing two songs because they work well together. And um, every time I listen to the Anglesey album, I always like the way these two just kind of fall into each other. Um, one is Things Were Different, which, of course, was our first single way back in 1979, and that was recorded on a Go-Go Records. Um, famously or infamously, or who cares about it, it was recorded on a four-track TIAC, um, first of all in a country, uh, in a farm up in the country, and then later in a cat house in St. Kilda. It was not a cat house. It was really a cat house with lots of cats in it, which, you know, like, was Stuart Beatty, and he produced it. Um Again, it was also a weird one because the the band who recorded it were actually the fiction and um and um we kind of uh we uh didn't the fiction could have kept going, but they didn't keep going, so we recorded it that means Stuart got in there and finished off and made it to actually made it into a little murder song, I guess that's what it became so and it did well, it did well, I think it sold all. Thousand copies. There was two runs of it, um, two runs of five hundred, um, and people seem to like it, and it sells quite well on Discogs at the moment. Anyway, the song um, I've been playing this for a long time now. Anyway, straight after this one, it goes straight into um, "I'll Make You Happy" by the Easy Beats, which I, I like the way it just jumps straight in there. I'll make you happy. Anyway, that's what I say. I don't know why I'm repeating it, but um, again, a lot of these songs I used to cover are songs that were easy for me to play, but maybe a little bit harder for the guitarist to play. Then again, um, the guitarists seem to like this kind of thing. Bands like it. It's a, a bit of a jam. Um, we were going to record it at one stage, but, I mean, everybody's recorded it. So, And I don't think I've ever recorded... I've recorded one cover in my whole time, which is um, a Squire song way back for a, um, a tribute album. Anyway... This is I'll Make You Happy. Well, no, it's not. It's Things Were Different and I'll Make You Happy. I remember meeting you on a Saturday night. I remember touching you. You said it was all right. Long days and summer nights, the things we said today. Just open, we were late Things will be different It's bound to change, yeah Things will be different Things will be different. Ain't my love in its 
song of um, Anglesey Live is actually Garage Land by The Clash. We did a good cover. I think it's a really good cover. So that's why um, I'm talking about this tonight. And, and, the, and the thing about it is that at the time, 1981, we were like the biggest mod band in Melbourne, if not Australia. Anyway, but no matter, no, actually, the Sydney, Sydney sets were you know pretty big 
But in Melbourne, we were the big ones. Um, well, and I'm saying that, but um, the mod, mod audience, we love the mod audience, um, but it wasn't a huge one, and we were breaking out into the suburbs anyway. Um, and the mod thing is, is quite elite. So um, they... And I respect that, and I was part of it. But um, as we got bigger, you know, like, there just wasn't that many out in Vermont and now in Croydon. Though we did have a lot that night at the Anglesey. They all came down, a lot of them on their scooters. So it was fantastic. And um, so in my heart, I stay mod. Anyway, but at the same time, one of my other loves, I love the jam, Paul Well and the jam, but I also love the um, the Clash. So, you know, like, to do the Clash song, I, look, I always wanted to be part Paul Well and part the jam and a lot of the kinks. So covering a, um, this song was just um, so much fun to do at the time, and we did it for a little while until someone said, you can't do that. And unfortunately, I listened to them, and I stopped doing it. Until I went solo, then I'd play it again. You know, so if I would play a solo gig, I always play Garage Band. It's just a great song. I love it. Did I say Garage Band or did I say Garage Land? <laughs> Who knows? Garage Land by The Clash, sung by Little Murders, or me.
The next song off Anglesey is an old Benny King song called Stand By Me. Now, maybe an odd choice here. I mean, I've got lots of songs I've written myself, but um, Stand By Me is um, was important back in the mod days because it was a signal for the crowd to actually invade the stage. So you might be able to hear here, but when we start doing the chorus, there's a lot of whoa, woes in the background, and that is just um, usually about... Um, starts off with about three or four mods on stage with us and then just starts filling up with mods. Um, This one was early in the set, so it wasn't that many people on that night, but most nights when we played Stand By Me, it it was totally crowded on stage and then we'd go back into a lot of our other songs, like Things Were Different and stuff, and really um, get the stage jumping up and down. Our um, lead guitarist used to always hate it, though, because, you know, there'd be people everywhere and their pedals, because they love their pedals. And so they'd be trying to protect their pedals from these people jumping up and down. And then, of course, with the mod thing, there'd be a lot of stage diving, too, so they'd be jumping off. Um, And luckily no one got hurt at the time. But, um, yeah, so this song, um, yeah, we did a few soul songs in those days. We used to do this song at Midnight Hour. It'd be a little bit of a fast version. But that's what makes it different, and I guess what makes it a, a mod song. Stand by me. This is a little song that uh, Alan starts off on bass called "Stand by Me."
Okay, um, one last song, and that's what I used to say. We've got one last song before we go. Yeah, so this is a song that has... Um, I could have done one of our singles, like Let's Me Know Anything, but this is a song that uh, I really... I always enjoyed playing near the end of our sets. And um, I always like songs where they um, say the word dancing. I don't know, I've got a... You know, I don't know. I'm not a great dancer. I have to admit that, and um, I'm sure other people will tell you how bad dancing I am. But um, I do like singing about dancing, and on stage, I like moving around. You know, like I try not to dance because I probably dance pretty badly. Anyway, however, so what this song about? What is this song about? Dancing away is actually about. It tells a little bit of the history of the Melbourne in 1977 when it talks about. I went to see the boys next door, and um, I really loved them. And um, it talks about the um, the big club. The big club was the Tiger Lounge in Richmond, where we, all the first new wave bands would play. Um, yeah, and and then it moves from there to again a bit of a love story. But you know, they, it really ends with our journey into being from the fiction, which was how I started off in Punk Life, to Little Murders, which was all about getting the crowd to dance and not to be bored. And hopefully people haven't been too bored. And this Anglesey album is not boring at all. I think it's um, quite lively. And, um, yeah, if you hear it, I hope you'll enjoy these songs. All right, thanks very much. Yeah. 
Thank you, good night. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr Gonzo and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time.